International Radio. I'm Apostle Hosea McGill and I love you. God bless you all on this beautiful day. We're coming to you from uh, Heavenly Host International, of course, but this is the last hour. This broadcast today is called the last hour because in this last hour, there's a falling away and we've been assigned to, much like others have been assigned to do things, uh, I want to say something before I go any further because some folks have a problem with us with our introduction, if you will. I don't know why, especially if we're all part of one body. The Bible says he gave some apostles, some prophets, some pastors, some teachers, and some evangelists for the equipping of the saints, for the work of the ministry. So when I come and I share with you my name and my office, not my title, an apostle is simply means, so let's get the definition first So before we start condemning God's servants, because that's all we are, servants. And if we spend less time criticizing and condemning each other, I think we would be more effective, the church that is, more effective to those who are in the world, whom us also have, was once in darkness or once in the world, once did not believe. And that doesn't mean that we have to support everything and everybody. But if we could support, and watch this, the Lord really have been ministering to me for years this very thing. If I was a crooked minister or one that was trying to fleece the flock or asking you for money, and we have asked for help to do the work over in Africa, we've received none and that's okay because we do still do the work that God called us to do without growing marijuana, without putting money machines in the sanctuary, without threatening you by putting you out of the church if you don't pay your tithes, without dismembering you. Uh, some folks can't hear what we're saying. They don't want to, and I get it, because the Bible says that in the last days, huh? 
they're going to turn their ears from the truth. And that's all we're bringing here on Heavenly Host International Radio, the truth. So if, we're, if I'm not doing that, I can get the criticism. I can get the condemnation. I can get all of that stuff that people are doing. But I know this, that when we come here and we minister the word of God, not just me, it don't have to be me. Uh, yes, my name is Hosea McGill, but my office that I operate out of is apostle. One sent or sent one, a messenger. That's what that means. And there is so much ignorance in the body that we want to attack that and not hear the word. We're attacking the messenger and we're missing the message. I need to pull down that stronghold today. The church itself is guilty of criticizing itself because it don't sound the way you want it to sound. Now, some false teacher or some hireling get on here and start boasting about material things and riches and all the stuff and how many airplanes they got and how big their house is, how many square feet their house is. We'll get all excited about that. But I come, this servant, come to tell you what thus saith the Lord. This is an appointed time, the last hour, this hour where all kind of chaos and confusion and false doctrine is being perpetrated through the church. Not, it's not coming from the world. But there are some who are of the world. In fact, here, let me show you in scripture just to help you understand. And I'm not afraid. That's, that's another reason why I come boldly. Uh, not only before the throne of God. Because once I come from the throne of God. And he has spoken the word to me. To speak to you. I'm going to do just that. I'm not afraid. And, and you know. Words. Things that people say. The negative things that. So called critiques. I learned this about critics. Most critics, you know, those who sit back and criticize, aren't doing any of the things that God tells them to do. Because they're too busy criticizing and judging. Watch this. The servants of God. If I was a well-known pastor or some of the people that, are, that come here and minister like they do, were popular or well-known or some big shot preacher, it wouldn't be a problem. But because we are so under the radar, when we speak, it offends people as in the sense of who do they think they are. I am Hosea McGill, called apostle, servant of the Most High God. I am one of his sons. Thank you, Lord. Jesus said that and they took up stones. <laughs> they wanted to kill Jesus for saying it. You see where you're going? They wanted to, these religious folks wanted to kill him. And so, although what we bring to the table may not be popular or in fashion, our charge is to preach the word. To be instant, in season and out of season. Whether I say I'm nobody, 
which I'm not going to say. I'm not ever going to come on here and tell you I'm just a nobody trying to tell everybody about somebody. That's foolishness. It sounds cute, but it's foolish. When God raised me from the dead with his son, I became a new creation. Old things are passed away. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Behold, all things have become new. And if what we bring to the table isn't for you, I would strongly suggest that find somebody that you can follow that's cute enough and speak with words that you want to hear. I would strongly suggest that people do that. Because we're not trying to win any popularity contest here. We're not. I'm not. Let me just put it that way. I'm not. I'm not worried about who's going to follow me or what man might say or do. I can boldly say that the Lord is my helper. See, I'm more concerned about the one that can destroy the body and the soul in him. I'm not worried about what man can do. Jesus told us that. Don't worry about what man can do. They can only kill the body and nothing else. I do missionary work in Africa. And when I go, I'm not going with any kind of fear or fright or concern about my life. The Bible says, Jesus said, if any man will save his life, he will lose it. But if any man give his life, the same shall be saved. That's what we're here to do. Present ourselves living sacrifices, holy and acceptable to what? God. Whether man accept us or not. And I'm speaking to somebody because we, we, you know, we got to get out of this mindset that what people going to think about us. What man going to say about us. Watch this. Watch this. I'm going to show you something over in Romans chapter 8. Very powerful chapter. And one that have helped me to appreciate the call on my life. Hmm. When I boasted about being a drunkard or a crackhead. See, I can call myself a crackhead and that's okay. I can call myself an alcoholic and that's okay. I can call myself a liar or a thief or a murderer and that's cool. <laughs> but if I'm born again and have been sanctified, filled with his precious Holy Spirit, and the Lord have altered and transformed my mind to his will, I'm going to speak boldly as I ought to. I'm going to do that. And if that offends someone, if that bothers people, keep it pushing. Find another program. Find somebody else that's talking the talk that you want to hear. That I would suggest that. And I'm not saying that sarcastically. I'm saying that I'm just being all the way real. Got pastors come on uh, 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 social media and whatever else platforms that they have, cussing and carrying on and talking like the world and dressing like that and acting and entertaining. Smoking marijuana, <laughs> drinking and drugging, and that's all right. Huh? But folks are getting offended because we are who God said we are. I am that I am. Called an apostle. Paul said it many times. Paul used it. He didn't use it as a title. He used it as a reference of the call on his life. Because the Bible says, walk worthy of the vocation or the calling wherewith you were called. I need to address this because we got some, some of God's people that are ignorant and don't know any better. They don't. That's all ignorant means. They don't know any better. They haven't been taught any better. 
They've been taught religion, but not ministry. Oh, thank you, Lord. Here, let me show you something. Over in Romans chapter 8. Oh, glory to God. A blessing here. Uh, it's a, a clear understanding and helps us to appreciate uh, what it says here in chapter 8, verse 28. I'm going to start there, if you don't mind. And then we're going to go into some to the word for today. And it was the same as it's been, knowing the truth. Because many, watch this, you all, while we're focusing on the messenger, let's get the message. He who have an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying. Uh, many false prophets have gone out and have deceived many. We don't have to worry about them deceiving the world. But they're deceiving the people of God. The false prophets they are. The false teachers. The false apostles. There are some that say that they are apostles, but the Bible says they are not. They're false. Simply means one sent. And when the Lord send me, I go. Like coming here. <laughs> I was sent here to tell you what thus saith the Lord. Now, if you have an ear to hear, hear. If not, someone else is saying something else. Okay? There's some entertainment on another platform. We're not here to entertain. But we're here to, watch this, loose and bind. Pull down strongholds. <laughs> And represent the gospel of Christ. We're defenders of that. That's what we are. Here look. And we know that all things. Verse 28 in chapter 8 of Romans. Work together for good to them that love God. I love God. Uh, to them who are the called according to his purpose. Uh, the called. Whatever you're called to. Or whatever your office is. The vocation calling on your life for whom he did foreknow he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son watch this that's what God did with me he's made me into a son the image of his son I'm not myself anymore <laughs> I'm his son now I hope you don't get offended by that, because I am one of God's sons, heirs with Christ, joint heirs even. Come on, somebody. I'm professing that. I'm sharing that with you. Uh, to the talking down, the call on my life, talking down what God has done, the finished work or the working, you know, him being the potter and I'm the clay. Now, what I'm saying, is, it refers to everybody. If we're being transformed or conformed or renewed, I'm no longer what I was before I came into Christ. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things are passed away. Uh, the old man is dead. Uh, I'm something new. I'm not a crackhead anymore. Thank you, Holy Ghost. I'm not an alcoholic anymore. I've been delivered, set free. Because I know the truth. The truth has made me free. Oh my goodness. Thank you, Holy Ghost. You look. To the image of his, his son. Who? God's son. That he might be the firstborn among many brethren. 
Moreover, watch this, whom he did predestinate uh, before the foundation of the world, I was supposed to be here doing this. You're right where you're supposed to be. Predestined. Uh, chosen. Uh, set apart for. Them he also called. And whom he called, them he also justified. So watch this. I don't have to justify myself or explain why I call myself an apostle. I didn't call myself. Watch this. In Africa, uh, in 2007, a dear friend of mine, Bishop John Bosco of Nairobi, Kenya, took me to a place in Bugoma. I believe it was in Bugoma or Nong. And he took me on this mountain. This, this mountain was very, very high. It was so high, my ears popped three times as I was going up. The Lord was elevating me, and I didn't know it. Uh, because he's told me to humble myself, and he would lift me up. And that's what I did. I humbly went where he told me to go, one cent. On that mountain, this bishop said, he said, we have nothing to offer you, pastor. We have nothing to give you. But here. Here's my gift to you. Go over there and pray. He showed me a rock, <laughs> this big boulder. And there was like a like a, a cave-like entrance to it, but it wasn't a cave. It was just another, you know, like a ledge. And I got under this rock and I prayed on my face. I fell on my face and prayed. And I asked God to show me how to shepherd his people. In that Literally, there was a little boy and two other little boys with him that had a flock on this mountain. This was actually in real life. This wasn't a dream, a vision. This actually happened. And he had cattle and donkeys and cows and sheep and goats. And they were leading this flock and they, they were doing certain things. The older one would take a rock and throw it in the direction that he wanted the flock to go. And they followed where he, you see, we're going. The other two little boys were like, couldn't be no more, but four, three, four years old. And they were mimicking their brother or whoever this young man was. The young man couldn't have been no more than about nine or ten years old. I'm watching this. And I'm weeping at the same time. After that had passed, the Lord dropped the mantle on me and called me, chose me, and elevate me to the office of apostle. I'm blown away at this point, but when I came home, I hadn't told anybody, hadn't said anything about anything about what God did or said to me. My youngest daughter, they had a coming home party for me. This is a testimony. They had a coming home party for me. My youngest daughter, she was about 16 at the time. She came out of the church with this big old sign that said, Welcome home, Apostle. Now, I hadn't told her nothing. Hadn't said anything to her. 
And I understand why God did that, to confirm so that I would know that it was he who chose me and not me myself. Same thing Jesus told his disciples who became apostles. You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you. Many are called, but few are chosen. I know this, that I am one of the chosen. I know that for myself. And I don't need anybody else to understand that. I don't have to prove myself or justify. Here we are. Justify myself. Mm -hmm. But I can share that testimony with you. Because you might have such an experience or a similar experience or a experience with God where he choose you for such a time as this. For he choose you for an office to go forth in his power and demonstration to minister the gospel. Because there are many false prophets out there. And watch this. Somebody got to be real. <laughs> there have to be true Apostles, they have to be true prophets, they have to be true pastors, they have to be true teachers, they have to be true evangelists for the work of the ministry. Otherwise, we're in trouble. And the Bible wouldn't tell us that he gave some these offices. The church, that is. The body of Christ. Christ being the head of the body. See, I'm under Christ. I'm not, I'm nothing. As far as being somebody big or parading my title, as some call it. Here, look. Yeah. Whom he called them, he also justified. And whom he justified them, he also glorified. I was glorified on that mountain. I know that now. I didn't know that then. I didn't even understand what had happened. I didn't. Until I started walking in my calling. Until I started making full proof of my ministry. Until I started walking worthy of the vocation or the calling wherewith I was called. Thank you, Holy Ghost. I would suggest that rather than sitting around criticizing each other, we would be better served doing what we're called to do. I don't, there's not an office in the Bible that's called to criticize. That's not an office. That's not, that's not part of the body, in fact. That's part of the enemy's work. That's what the devil does. Criticize. Jesus was criticized his whole life, even among his own family. Hmm? They didn't believe until after his resurrection. I, I come to this conclusion, and I got family. I love my family. I do. My sisters, my brothers, my, my children. But I don't need them to believe on me. I don't, I don't need them to look up to me or to honor me in any kind of way. In fact, more times than not, I'm going to be dishonored for doing the work. Uh, so I don't think it's strange when, when, when folks attack the work that we're called to do. Because they're doing it out of ignorance. They don't know any better. They don't know. They don't. I pray for them. I do. The Bible says pray for them that despitefully use you. Pray for them that hate you. Even those who speak all manner of evil against you falsely. I pray for them. Because they don't know any better. Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. They don't know. They haven't searched the scriptures for themselves. They haven't found themselves. They're not walking in the calling where you have called them. Especially if I'm criticizing. 
Oh, my goodness. Verse 31, watch this. What shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Even though the devil is against us, we have the victory. Watch this. He that spared not his own son, watch this, us being sons, he's not going to spare us from the hatred and the criticism and the, the doubt and the fears of man. Huh? That's why he gave us the Holy Spirit. We could do all things through Christ who strengthens us. We, me, you, whosoever that it might be, that's doing the work. Huh? But delivered him up for us all. How he how shall he not be how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Who shall watch this? Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? That word elect means chosen. It is God that justifies or make righteous or declares righteous. God has declared you righteous. If you are, we read it yesterday over in 1 John chapter 3, that he said, don't be deceived. Let no man deceive you. He that doeth righteousness is righteous. If I'm doing some foul stuff like growing marijuana, <laughs> Opening up after I join a nightclub and inviting people from the church to come and support my business. If I'm fleecing you, huh? Or dismembering you from the church for not tithing, but you can fornicate and lie and steal and commit adultery all day long. And it's surprising. It is. It's still surprising to me that there are so many so-called intelligent people in the church that miss it. We're too busy worrying about folks' titles and what they're saying and missing the whole point of God, the whole message. Miss the whole message, something that might be able to save their soul, keep them from stumbling. Huh? Light has come into the world. Watch this. We read it yesterday. But men love darkness rather than light. And what was, I, I know this, because the devil, the Lord shared this with me many times, even recently. The devil is angry. We're not supposed to be doing this. We're supposed to be like all the other pastors and all the other ministers, all the other servants who are serving themselves and not God. <laughs> the Bible talks about them. Huh? They serve themselves. Huh? Even over in Ezekiel, the 34th chapter, uh, they don't see about the flock. They don't even know that half the, you know, those who are not paying their tithes and haven't come to church, some of them are asleep. They passed on. And they don't know that because they haven't gone to see about them. You see where we're going. But we'll, we'll, we'll exalt them. We'll look highly. We'll esteem them highly. Because they are mega pastors and their their names are famous all over the globe. And they got the biggest and the best church in Cleveland and in New York and in Chicago and wherever. Houston. <laughs> They're popular. Hmm. You know, names like Copeland and Duplantis and you see where we're going? 
we look up to them because they they got it going on. They get they're getting the money. And 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 you know that God bless them because look at all the stuff they got. Meanwhile, sin is running amok among the people. And we haven't seen about them. We <laughs> see we're going. Look. Mm. Who shall, I'm going to read that again, verse 33. Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God that justifieth or declare righteous. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Who is he that condemneth? Huh? We're here, we're in the church, but we're condemning each other. What? It's scary. I'm sharing the truth with you. That's what we're just picking up where we left off yesterday. We are. Whether you want to hear it or not, this is the truth. This is the word of God. Rational, of course. And God is expressing himself through his servants, whether it be an apostle, a prophet, the pastor, the teacher, or the evangelist. Hmm? Oh, glory to God. Thank you, Father. Look. Oh, my goodness. Who is he that condemneth? It is Christ that died, yea, rather that has risen again, who is even at the right hand of God, who also make an intercession for us. So watch this. If, whether you pray for me or not, Jesus is sitting on the right hand of the Father, making intercession for me, whom he have chosen to be called an apostle, to do the work of an evangelist, oh my goodness, to go where he sent me, to be the messenger of God. How could she die? Especially in this last hour. Because many false prophets have gone out. I also hold a, a prophetic anointing. That might offend people for me saying that too. I don't know. I also have a doctorate in Christian study. That might offend the devil also. I know who is offending. It's offending the devil. We're not supposed to let our light so shine before men. We're not supposed to do that. Because ain't nobody perfect. This is what the devil keeps telling the church. We're not supposed to go on to perfection or maturity. We're supposed to stay like babies. As uh, long as the pastor gave us a pacifier and a bottle of milk, we're good. Huh? But if the pastor started talking about laying aside the weight... And the sin that so easily beset us. Now I need to speak against him because he all up in my business. He judging me. You see where we're going. This is the foolishness that have crept into the church. These are the lies and the deception that the enemy has birthed in the church. He's the father of lies, so he's birthing some stuff because he's been given place. In the church, when the Bible tells us to give no place to him. Huh? Watch and pray. Some things only come through fasting and praying. You, you won't get the devil out of your house and get him out of your ministry or get him out of your mind. Because if he got hold of your mind, if you're not pulling down those strongholds, guess what? You're going to think the way he wants you to think. You're going to say out your mouth foolish things that have nothing to do with ministry. And he'll convince you because he, that's what his job is. He's, he's cunning like that. And I ain't giving him no props 
But I'm telling you, watch this. If you want to know your enemy, get to know his tactics. God said he would not have us to be ignorant of the devil's devices or tactics or schemes. Roko Know the word of God for yourself. That's what we're promoting here at Heavenly Host International Radio. And the platforms that God have called us to share the truth, sound doctrine, if you will. You look, oh my goodness. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, watch this, or distress, or persecution, uh, or famine, or darkness, or peril, or sword? Persecution shouldn't come from the inside of the body, the church. I can see it coming from outside, but when you get persecution and condemnation coming from people of God, there's a problem. Well, we know that the sheep and the grove have to come up together. The wheat and the tare have to come up together. So that's going to happen. I see that. I understand. I get it. That's all the more why we are servants, apostles, prophets, pastors, teachers, evangelists, need to go forth in the power and the demonstration of God with all boldness. With no fear. I'm not afraid. I promise you. I remember the first time the Lord had me to share that with the church. I'm not scared of nothing. I'm not afraid. I'm going to show you in a minute why I'm saying what I'm saying again. Watch this. I mean, let me finish this. And verse 36. As it is written, for thy sake, we are killed, oh my goodness, all the day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Thank you, Lord. Presenting ourselves living sacrifices, holy and acceptable to God, glory to God. Watch this, you all. Nay, in all these things, watch this. We are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Remember when they nailed Jesus to the cross? He thought he was defeated. They thought he was through. Everybody did, even his disciples. Hmm? That's where the victory is. And denying yourself and taking up your cross and following him daily. I'm not worried about what man is going to say. I'm worried about the criticism or the lies or the condemnation uh, or the judgment of man. Because we're in the business of pleasing God and not man. We can't impress God, but we can please him. I'm walking by faith despite what people say. If someone has conflict with the truth and they start finding ways not to hear the truth by tearing someone else down or belittling someone or saying that whatever they're saying isn't godly, watch this. The scary part about that is, and Jesus talked about it in the 12th chapter of Matthew, there blaspheming against the Holy Ghost. So that's why I spend more time praying for them because they don't know. They, they're ignorant. The Pharisees blasphemed against Jesus when he cast out the devil. They called him a devil. And they said what he was doing was not of God. What they didn't know was it was the Holy Spirit that was doing the work. They didn't realize they were blaspheming against the Holy Spirit. Read it for yourself. I, I suggest that you do that. Hmm? 
before you open your mouth and speak against the servants of God. Speak against the things of God, the things that are going forth out of the mouth of the servant of the Lord. Jesus came to serve. He didn't come to be served. See, that's the mind that we have, that mind that was also in him, who thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made of himself no reputation. We're not here to make a reputation for ourselves. We're not. Whether folks follow us or not, we're going to keep doing this until Jesus comes. For real. Because many, I'm going to say again, false prophets have gone out. False apostles have gone out. False teachers have gone out. And they represent the five-fold ministry. And folks call them anointed. <laughs> and here we are for real, for real. We are really chosen by God. God's elect. Here, look. Mm. Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Watch this. I'm like Paul. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor prince, uh, no, no things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Thank you, Lord. Nothing. I'm going to shoot over to Second Timothy show you why I'm not afraid. Huh? I ain't scared. Huh? And this boldness, although some might think it be arrogant, if it is arrogance, God gave it to me. A boldness. Huh? And I have the authority to speak the way I do <laughs> because God gave it to me. I'll show you what he did not give me. Right here, look. Watch this, you all. Whew. This is Paul talking. Powerful. Thank you, Lord. Hmm? Passage of Scripture. 2 Timothy chapter 1, start at verse 6. And I'm going to remind some of you all the same. Uh, Wherefore, I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God, which is in thee, by the putting on of my hand. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Hmm? I love you. Uh, and believe me, I ain't crazy. <laughs> My mind is sound. Uh, because it's been transformed. It's been renewed. Hmm? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it has power. Thank you, Lord. Watch this, you are. Be not thou, therefore, ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me. See, I just gave you a testimony about what happened to me on that mountain in Africa. How the Lord elevated me. He took me up. He did that. God did that. I, I, I don't need a witness for that. <laughs> Much like the pastors that's talking about growing marijuana don't need a witness that God told them to do that. Or God told any of them to do whatever it is they're doing, contrary to the word. Hmm? Watch this. That was, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm coming in hard. <laughs> that's how you pull down strongholds. That ain't, I'm not fighting against flesh. Huh? 
Ignorance is not of the flesh. Hmm? That's a choice. And some folks choose to be ignorant. They don't want to know. That's all that means. My job is to warn those. My people are destroyed for that. Like, you know why the church is failing to reach the ungodly? Because we're not being godly. We're afraid. We're afraid of what people might think. I don't want people to think that I'm so holy. I don't want to be so that. And I don't want people to think I'm that. You know, I don't want to come off like I got too much God. Are you serious? The very God that abides in me, I want to hide him. I want to temper him down. I don't want I don't want people I don't want too much, you know, that too much of God thing. I didn't get too much dope. I it was never too much alcohol. I remember one time I got so drunk that I stuck my finger down my I'm sharing this with you all. This is a testimony what God delivered me from, what he called me out of. I, I got so drunk that I, I was, in my mind, I wanted to keep drinking. But I was too drunk. So I stuck my finger down my throat and threw up what was in me so I could put more in me. Now, that's not a sound mind. <laughs> that's insanity. And not one time did I think I was drinking too much. Not once did that cross my mind. So if I'm full of the Spirit of God, I got to have that that kind of attitude that I can't, my cup runneth over. <laughs> you see where we're going. I want to be filled with all the fullness of God. And I don't care who knows it. Watch this. Be not thou therefore ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me, his prisoner. Not only am I an apostle, I'm a prisoner of the Lord. I'm a servant of the Most High. Watch this, you all. Mm. But be thou partakers of the afflictions of the gospel according to the power of God. See, we can take it. Uh, I'd have been punched in the mouth by the best of them. I have. Been lied on by the best of them. In fact, Jesus said it over in Matthew chapter 5 that they're going to say all manner of evil against you falsely. He said, rejoice and be exceeding glad. So I come rejoicing. Hallelujah. Yeah, there's old expression, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Some words do. They're, they're words. Your tongue is like a match. But watch this. My life is fortified by God. Predestined. Chosen. Set apart for such a time as this. And I learned this a long time ago. You can't put my light out because you didn't light my candle. Thank you, Holy Ghost. That's the attitude the church got to have now. The world can't put out my light. Because the Lord did not. Of course, I would see, you know, this joy I have, the world didn't give it to me. <laughs> and the world can't take it away. Same thing with my light. The good works that God is doing to me. I'm proud of that. Huh? When I boasted about being a drunkard, what, 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 why I can't boast about God in me? Why I can't demonstrate that? Why I can't be proud of that? Not full of pride. Oh, thank you, Lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, God. How about Here, look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who have saved us and called us, watch this, with a holy calling. Not according to our works. See, the works that I do, 
my father do it. Remember what Jesus said uh, when they was they was the, the Pharisees, you know, the religious hypocrites, were carrying on about him and what he was doing because they weren't doing it. They they weren't doing any of the things that Jesus Jesus showed up and started doing stuff. Watch, it was six folks, sick, sick, lame, blind, deaf folks sitting at this at the at the temple on the steps. After Jesus whipped them out of the temple, he went out and healed all the people. See, we're spending more time in the temple doing business. Meanwhile, the people outside that's on the steps, that's afraid to come in or too ashamed to come in because we done criticized them so badly because they smell like piss or they're addicted to drugs and alcohol. And some of us was also. See, we've taken church to mean that it's got to be chandeliers and big fancy this and you got to have the, the top name brand stuff and the Gucci and all that. And got the biggest car and the biggest house. We got to return church into that. And folks are confused. Even the church in, what's well, it, the people in the church, even the people that are in the ministry, they are confused about how they're supposed to live and what they're supposed to be doing and sitting back judging and pointing the finger at each other. Huh? And watch this. No one's getting free because we're too busy being deceived or thinking highly of ourselves. Or Watch this. Or thinking less of those who have come to give the message to Huh? God bless your daughter. Oh, life, I saw you. Here, look, 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 watch this. Yeah. Woo! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who have saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, uh, which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began. Huh? Remember, we went over in Romans chapter 8. Mm. Watch this. But it's now made manifest. Remember, Jesus said he would manifest himself to those that believe. Huh? Those that did his will. Those who had his word and did it. Over in the 14th chapter of John. These are those who have received the Holy Spirit. Huh? The manifestation of Christ in us. The hope of glory. Huh? Look, oh, don't sorry. Yeah. Hmm? yeah, yeah, yeah. This is serious business, y'all. See, we ain't playing at this thing. Huh? We ain't. I'm, I, let me just speak for myself. I'm not playing. And I ain't afraid. I'm not scared. <laughs> There's no fear in me. None. None. What you say, what you do, what you think, how you feel. When I was sleeping in the graveyard over on 71st and Woodland, I wasn't afraid then either. I was intoxicated most of the time, but still. When I wandered around the streets at 2, 3, 4, 5 o'clock in the morning looking for crack, I wasn't afraid then because <laughs> I needed my drugs. You see what I'm saying? Now I'm full of the Holy Spirit. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. And you think I'm afraid of what? God has not given you the spirit of spirit. He gave me his spirit. And there's no fear in love. God is love. Perfect love casts out fear. People that are afraid, they're being tormented. 
And we see it happening in the church all over the place. But it's now manifested by the appearing of our of us of our Savior, Jesus Christ, who have abolished, watch this, death, sin. Sin is death. And have brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. Through the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, we have life. Watch this. Watch this, you all. This, this, this blesses me right here, verse 11. Whereunto I am appointed a preacher and an apostle and a teacher of the Gentiles. Paul said that. Watch this. Hosea is saying that. I've been appointed. That, that The word ordained means appointed. This is the appointed time for the church, the apostle, the prophet, the pastor, the teacher, and the evangelist to stand up. That's the fivefold ministry. That's biblical. You'll also find it over in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. He gave first some first apostles, secondarily prophets, and then you see where we're going. Watch this. And now each each time it didn't add false prophets or false apostles or false. Now he does talk about the false apostles, those who parade themselves, those ministers of supposed to be ministers of Christ. Don't have any anointing. No one's getting free. No one's being delivered. Uh, the church is in bondage, still speaking the same old things. Well, everybody's saying, no, they don't. I'll show you something in Scripture. The Bible says that they who have suffered in the flesh have ceased from sin. Some of us, watch this, have taken that flesh, <laughs> you know, this thing that we're wrapped in, and we put it in subjection to the word and will of God. That's what Jesus did. The false prophets want you to believe that you're going to keep on sinning until the day you die. The devil is a liar. Sin is death. And Jesus took sin out of the way so that we can live, not die. There's two separate things. Sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life. You'll find that also in chapter 6 of Romans. That if we continue in sin, we're going to die. Period. Eternally. See, it's the same lie that the devil told uh, uh, Eve in the garden. You won't surely die. If God says stop doing this, 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 and this, or don't touch this, 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 and this, else you're going to die. And here's some false prophet or false apostle or false teacher come and tell you opposite of that. And you believe that and do that, you're deceived. So you're going. But my, watch this, verse 11. I'm going to read that again. I like that. Here we look. All right. Whereunto I am appointed, I, Apostle Hosea McGill, am appointed a preacher. I'm a preacher. Hmm? And an apostle. Hallelujah. And a teacher, oh, glory to God, those aren't titles. Those are appointed offices chosen by God to do what we're doing right now today. Hopefully enlightening someone 
helping someone to appreciate the call on their life. That you might walk worthy of the calling on your life, which the Bible tells us to do. Paul instructed his son to do that. Uh, this letter is to Timothy, his son in the gospel. Paul. Hmm? He was encouraging him. This was an exhortation, literally, uh, to endurance. Telling us to endure the hardness, uh, to endure all the false bickering and jabbering and carrying on. There's instructions in here on how to conduct yourself huh, as a minister of the gospel. Huh? One portion of the scripture tells us to walk in the light. If we walk in the light, we will not fulfill, huh? nor will we have an occasion to stumble. If we walk in the light, those of us that are light and ain't afraid of what people are going to say or think, I'm not. Hmm? Do I do things in the natural? Of course I do. I, I do, I do, I go do all, yeah. But watch this. I don't glory in those things. Huh. See, we're going. My assignment, this appointed time that we're in, this last hour, is to warn the flock, to do the work of the evangelist, to minister the word of God, that's what the church's assignment is. We, the body of Christ, I'm just one member. I'm a member in particular. That's all I am. Uh, I ain't coming on here telling you how, uh, how much my car costs and how many airplanes I got and none of that. And what God going to give you if you send X amount of dollars. Uh, see, when we ask for help, we're asking for help to feed the poor. To minister to the orphans. That's what we ask for help for. The church have closed his ears to that. Now, if, again, if I was a well-known pastor, folks would be tearing the door down to try and give money, thinking that that's going to make them anointed. I know it because I, literally, I've heard these things before. So what I'm saying to you isn't just some attitude or feeling. These are the realities of those of us who are actually doing the work. Because there are some of us that's doing it. Why would he tell us to do the work if no one's doing it? If everybody's a, a fake or a phony, if everybody's false, we got a problem, then we're wasting our time. Uh, forget Heavenly Host International. Forget this. The Bible, this book that we have, we might as well hang this up. Throw it in the trash. I say again. If this don't mean anything, if this doesn't have any purpose, if this doesn't benefit you, if you're still talking foolish out your mouth after you have received the knowledge of the truth and you go continue to be that, that goat or deceived, then we're wasting our time. We're wasting time. I mean... And we don't know the time nor the hour when Christ is coming. I believe that he's coming. But watch this. Even if he don't, then my life has changed tremendously just from trying to do good. And it may not meet the satisfactions of some because I'm not trying to satisfy anybody. Not in that sense. But if I can help you, I'm going to do that. Huh? 
I'm gonna I'm gonna minister the truth. That's period. Huh? And what I love about it is, I don't need anybody's approval to do it, because it is Christ who died. Yea, rather than have really God who have justified. That means declared us righteous. We are the righteousness of God. Yep, me. And you, if you are righteous. If you're doing righteousness, you're righteous. Let's, here, let's look at that again. Look at that again. Let's just, you know, just go there and look at it. First John, huh? we read it yesterday. Yeah. It's still fresh in my spirit. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Here, look. Uh, verse 7 is chapter 3 of First John. Little children, let no man deceive you. He that doeth righteousness is righteous even as he is. He who? Christ. If we're members of the body of Christ, we're righteous as he is righteous. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look, watch this. Makosiah. Uh, I'm going to go back over to the first John chapter 2. Uh, Verse 18, this is to help you appreciate that there are some that are, are they, they, they was with us, but they, they didn't continue. Watch this. Yeah, yeah, watch. Little children, verse 18 and chapter 2 of 1 John. It is the last time or last hour. And as ye have heard that Antichrist shall come, even now are there many Antichrists whereby we know that it is the last time or hour. That's the name of this broadcast. See, what we do here at Heaven Hills International, we go into the Word. <laughs> and watch this, the Word is like a lamp to our path. And so we come to share and shed light on the lack of understanding, the lack of knowledge. We come to shed light on those dark places in your mind. Uh, that you don't be ignorant of the devil's devices. Come on, somebody. Huh? And watch this. I'm going to say it again. I ain't scared. <laughs> I'm not afraid. Because what can you do to me? Huh? Cut my head off? Nail me to a cross? What, what can you do to me to stop me from being what God called me to be? Or doing what God told me to do. Forget being, because there's a whole lot of people being that, but they're not doing that. Ooh. Thank you, Holy Ghost. A lot of folks that fling titles around and names around and boast about themselves. We ain't doing that here. We come to bring the word, which is what we're called to do. Preach the word, is what he said. Be instant, in season and out of season. I'm ready for anything. I'm speaking boldly because I want you to know that the devil himself can't make me stop doing what God told me to do. He can't because he don't have any power. He don't have any authority. None. When you're walking in the authority of God, watch this. Satan has to back up. Give the scripture. Oh, in James chapter 4, he says, submit yourself to God. See, I'm submitted to God. Uh, his will is going forth in me. 
So the devil got to back up. He can't stop it. He don't have the power to stop it. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Watch this. I'm on fire today, y'all. Hmm? And if that sound like boasting, I am. In the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Huh? See, I thank God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Woo! Paul said it. <laughs> Through Christ Jesus. I know the way now. And ain't no turning. There is no turning. None. Yeah, yeah. None, not me. I ain't what? I shall not be moved. <laughs> uh, like Nehemiah, I'm on the wall and I ain't going, I ain't coming down. Okay, what you say? Uh, I'm doing a good work. I know it. Hmm? I don't need nobody to come and pat me on the back. I don't need nobody to tell me how good a job I'm doing. I don't need it. I me personally I don't. Watch this. Right. They went out from us. Watch this. And these false teachers and false apostles and false prophets. They they watch this. They went out from us, but they were not of us. Huh? Well, if they had been of us, they would have no doubt, watch this, have continued with us. But they went out <laughs> that they might be made manifest, exposed, revealed. Huh? That they were not all of us. Uh, everybody that claimed to be this or that are not this or that. Mm. Watch this. And this is how I know whether or not you are who God said you are. Or whether or not you are who you say you are. Watch this. But ye have an unction or anointing. Huh? From the Holy One. And ye know all things. Mm. It ain't nothing that God don't want me to know. Huh? Especially concerning the gospel. Especially concerning those that I labor among. Especially those who come in and out of my life. Or whose life he sent me to. He's not going to have me to be ignorant. When I come, I'm coming with authority. Huh? Either to meet and greet and to assemble with you. Or to reject you. But we have the power to do that too. Yeah, we do. Huh? So either we're going to believe God and walk in that power and walk in that authority, or we're going to believe the devil and walk in ignorance and deception. Huh? And on that day of judgment, one or two things is going to happen. Uh, he either going to say, well done, or depart from me. It ain't, ain't going to be but two ways to go. You ain't going back to your house, or going back to your church, or going back to nowhere. It, it's one or two things that going to happen on the day of judgment. And each one of us has to stand before God for ourselves. See, I don't believe the lie any longer. Uh, and if Satan himself can't move me, nothing and no one else can. That's the attitude God's looking for. I know that because that's what he told me. I'm looking for those that's going to stand. They be steadfast, unmovable, always abiding in the work of the Lord. This ain't my work. 
See, if I had my choice, I'd be uh, working at Woodhill Platon or, or somewhere, you know, making that money, which I used to do. Tons of it. I made a lot of money. I did. Huh? But my life changed when God chose me out of the world. And I'm not ashamed of the gospel. I'm not ashamed to be called a son. I'm not ashamed to be an apostle or a teacher or a pastor, preacher. Because I've been chosen to do that. Appointed to do that. And so do you are appointed to do whatever God told you to do. And I'm here to chew you on, to root you on to good works. That's what I'm here to do. Not to criticize and critique and judge and condemn or challenge your calling. That the church, we need to stop doing that, church. We really do. Because it's a turnoff from the world. They don't want to, if y'all doing that to each other, why would I want to be a part of that? I remember feeling that way when I was in the world. If y'all hypocrites doing that to each other, what, why, what? What I look like coming in there? Huh? If y'all judging each other the way you judge each other and tearing each other down like that? But I know now that God has set me in his house for such a time as this so that the ignorant, you know, those that don't know, might know huh? and do. See, we're going. If there are many false prophets that have gone out, then there should be many, a few of us doing this at least. At the very least, many are called, few are chosen. I'm glad to be part of the few. Uh, and I ain't talking about the few, the proud, the Marines. I'm talking about the few that belong to the Lord's army. And I ain't looking back. I'm not getting entangled with the things of this world. I did that already. That has passed away. The old thing. That's an old thing. It's gone. Be, it's behind me now. Thank you, Lord. Hmm? We're fighting a good fight of faith over here. Here at Heaven Host International Radio. Myself and some of the other. Uh, we have our beloved elder, Christine Pearson. She'll be coming in a few minutes to broadcast and share with you the word of truth. The word of God. Uh, our beloved elder Carolyn Smith and Diane Winfrey, and Evangelist Helen, and Pastor Diane, uh, Pastor Sam Jones, a dear friend of mine, also a pastor here at Beautiful Gate Ministries. These are people that God has yoked me with. Uh, Servant Stephen. Uh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. And Pastor Singleton. Uh, I'm, I'm proud to be yoked with these people. Sister Bianca Rokos, Bianca Rose, Holly, all of you all. I love you. I'm doing shout-outs right now, I guess. I don't know. But I want to acknowledge those who are, because the Bible says, know them that labor among you. I know them. They are men and women of God. They love the Lord. 
They are the called according to his purpose. I'm not just, I'm not name dropping <laughs> like some folks do. Uh, these are true servants. And I've been yoked with them. I, I'm happy about that. Uh, Apostle Cassandra, my wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we're going. We got to stop fighting against each other and come against those, you know, the enemy. Now, if the enemy is in the camp, which he has, he's crept in. He has. He didn't crept in unawares. Uh, yeah, the Bible says that he has. So I don't think it's strange. I don't. I don't think it's strange when these things happen, because the Bible said they were going to happen. <laughs> Paul, the Apostle Paul, he was under the same attack by his own brethren. Uh, some of the very people that should have been uh, uh, encouraging him were tearing him down. You see where you're going. That's because they, they're, they're deceived in their mind. We ain't supposed to be able to talk like this. We we supposed to, you know, you, it's okay to go to church and uh, I heard a, I heard a phrase some years ago the devil don't mind you going to church he don't mind you reading your Bible what he do mind is you doing the things that the Bible tell you to do see that's why he's upset with me I know I already know he pissed off him and his minions uh, but the blessing is that they can't do nothing to me nothing. Even if I lose my life in the process of doing God's will, they can't touch me. God's going to be glorified whether it be by life or by death. I get what Paul was talking about over in Philippians chapter 1, verse 20. 20 and 21. Huh. Here, let me read this and then we're about to close. Huh. Thank you, Father. If I came on here telling a bunch of lies and, 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 and making promises that God didn't say and all that stuff, I, I, I deserve to be beat up. I deserve to be criticized. I deserve to be put down and all that. But if I'm preaching the truth, if I'm preaching the word of God, I'm going to stand on that, whether folks approve of it or not. Period. Because in this hour, I say again, and I warn you again, many false prophets have gone out into the world and have deceived many, not just in the world, but in the church, because they are of the world. And those that are of the world in the church, that may sound crazy, but it's true, because the Bible describes it. They have a form of godliness. But denying the power thereof, from such turn away. These are those who have, are, are ever learning, but never coming into the knowledge of the truth. Learning all day long. You can learn all day long, but if you don't apply it, it don't mean nothing. You don't know how true it is until you apply it. God, the Lord had me share that yesterday. Thank you, Holy Spirit. This is up close and personal. That's why I'm moving in on you. Uh, See, every, every time we move forward, now you're going to take back more ground that the enemy has stolen. Huh? 
If he's possessing everything that God gave you, then we got a problem. I'm taking back every portion of land. Every time I step forward, every time I draw nigh to God, the devil, that closes the gap. The enemy ain't got nowhere to run. And guess what? He gets crushed every single time we do what God told us to do. You crushing his head, smash, gosh. Folks scared to talk like that. <laughs> well, you know the devil. I mean, I, I wouldn't be messing with the devil. Why? So just let him run roughshod all through your life. Just keep on lying to you. You keep believing and falling for the lie. But shut him down. The Bible says, give no place to the devil. That's over in Ephesians chapter 4. Have no part with him. Even those who have a form of godliness. You know, the false apostles and the false prophets and the false teachers. The spirit of Antichrist running amok in the church and we sitting back criticizing the man and woman of God is doing the work. Hmm? It's just like in the days when Jesus was here. Huh? The religious folk got upset because here Jesus done set, done set a whole new and put it in another gear. Like what, what is he talking about? Where did he come from? Ain't that Mary's son? What, he act like he got some kind of authority. He did and still do. Both in heaven and in earth. Even beneath the earth. All principality got to bow to him. All. <laughs> you know that name that's above every name? We're under his name. That unction that we just read about over in 1 John chapter 2. The unction, the holy one. We're under that. Then that anointing comes down. And guess what? This anointing destroys yokes. I know because the yokes that were on my life, the bondage of self, has been destroyed. Why? Because I know the truth. And the truth hath made me true. Fabas made me free. And so when I speak, I can speak the truth. When I open my mouth, ain't nothing but truth can come out of that. Huh? The devil, all he knows is lies. And as long as he's lying, and ain't nobody speaking the truth, guess what? You're going to keep believing the lie. Especially if ain't nobody saying what God is saying. For real, for real. And I ain't talking about saying God going to give you a car or a house and more money or a promotion. I'm talking about laying aside sin, mortifying the flesh, denying yourself, all of that. That we very rarely hear. And I ain't the only one saying it. There's some brothers, hallelujah, all over the globe that's speaking this. They go to prison, losing their head. Some of some brothers over in Africa, they're being crucified over there, still burnt, decapitated. And we sitting over here worried about what people are going to say. What? That's how serious this is. This ain't no joke. This ain't no game. We're trying to impress each other. What? That ain't salvation. I'm sorry. If 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 I if I'm sitting around trying to impress you or worried about how many people I'm impressing or how popular I can be by telling a whole bunch of stories, fables even, we talked about it yesterday, fairy tales, or some philosophy, which most of these pastors are doing nowadays, they got some new philosophy about this and that and money and stuff. Meanwhile, we're going to miss heaven. 
We're storing up treasures on earth, but we ain't got nothing stored up in heaven, which means you can't go. We, we're afraid to say that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. Here was Paul said. Verse 20, Philippians chapter 1. According to my earnest expectation and my hope that in nothing I shall be ashamed. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not ashamed of it. <laughs> you know, little nobody preacher that everybody, that's what everybody think about me anyway. But I know that because people have said that. You ain't nothing. You ain't nobody. Yep, you're right. I've been, I heard that all my life. But God has made me something. And have chosen me for such a time as this. I'm appointed. See, the Bible tells me what I am and who I am. So when I say what I am and who I am, I'm only repeating what God said. And I can do that. You can too. Thank you, Holy Ghost. With no fear. Without being ashamed. Watch this. Because see, watch this. We back it up with not just scripture, but with action. Power and demonstration. I, see, I can demonstrate what I am. I can do what I am. I'm not that. I ain't no forget a title. In fact, the Bible don't even use that as a reference. Watch well, this. According to my earnest expectation, verse 20, chapter 1 of Philippians, and my hope that in nothing I shall be ashamed, but with all boldness as always, so now also Christ shall be magnified in my body. Now, now whether he's being magnified in your body or not, I, that's not for me to judge. They're going to know us by the fruit that we bear. Magnified in my body, oh my goodness, <laughs> whether it be by life or by death. <laughs> For to me, to live is Christ, huh? and to die is gain. Uh, whew! Either way, I'm in a win-win situation. If I keep the faith, if I endure to the end, if I do the work that I'm called to do, blessed is that man. Uh, that's what the Bible says. Blessed is the man. Not because I, I got a nice truck. And I do. I have a nice truck. Transportation. <laughs> yeah. See, my light's going to shine with or without a truck. My light is going to shine whether I got a big mansion or not, or a big palace or whatever fancy house. My light's going to shine either way. If I'm walking, huh, barefooted, whew, the light of his glory is going to shine in my life, whether it be by life or by death, <laughs> because he gave me life. I have it now. Huh? I have life, eternal. So when I go to sleep, guess what? When he come to wake me up, I'm going to be changed. Huh? I, ain't gotta, I don't even have to worry about this flesh no more. Huh? I got to contend with this just as much as you got to contend with yours. If we focus on contending with our own flesh, we wouldn't have some of the problems that we're having in the church. Listening to the lies, the deception. The false religion. Conduct that's not becoming the gospel. I love you all.
Mm -hmm. I do. Love is not to tell you the truth. I hope you do the same for me. I really do. But if it's not pertaining to scripture, if it's your opinion or how you feel or what you think, it's not relevant. Same thing with me. If I get on here and start spewing out a bunch of opinions and philosophies and what I think, and it ain't scriptural, you don't have to listen. You ain't got to listen either way. You have a choice. And most people do. Just keep it pushing. Just You don't have to. You don't have to tune in to Heavenly Host International Radio. You have to tune in to Acts the Apostles. You have to tune in to Under the Influence. You have to tune in to Walking in Victory. You don't have to tune in to Rivers of Living Water. You don't have to tune in to any of this. But if you do, please know that we love you. And we're going to tell you the truth. Period. We ain't got nothing else to offer you. I don't. And those people that I mentioned earlier, I know them and the fruit that they bear. I know that they love God and they love you because we're called according to his purpose and not ours. It's not my will, but thy will be done. Nevertheless, although I go through the slander and the criticism and the hurt and the pain that comes along with being a shepherd, under shepherd, however you want to slice it, servant, he's given me a name, a new one. Uh-huh. Thank you, Father. He called me son. He called me son. He called me son. Messiah. Uh-huh. How you know you a son of God? Everybody is son of God. No, they're not. No, they're not. You know, the devil got some sons, too. And they're parading around doing what they want to do for their daddy. Yeah. Watch this. Yeah, watch this, you all. Oh, my goodness. Very first verse in chapter 3 of 1 John. Behold, what manner of love the Father have towards, have bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore, the world knoweth us not, because it knew him not. Hmm? Thank you, Father. Watch this. I'm going, and we're finishing. I know I said I was going to finish, but we're going to finish with this. Verse 8. He that committed sin is of the devil, and the devil sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifest that, we might that he might destroy the works of the devil. Sin. Whosoever is born of God doeth not commit sin. For his seed remaineth in him, and he cannot sin because he is born of the Father. That means being born again. If you're born again, you're no longer a sinner. Now, if you do sin, we do have an advocate. The Bible tells us that. If you stumble, that God knows that. He already knows. So we ain't got to get caught up with ain't nobody perfect and you yeah, ain't nobody right. No, everybody said, no, we ain't got to go through all that. That's foolishness. The word says this, verse 10. In this, the children of God are manifest. That's us. Those of us who do righteousness. We're manifest. We're being revealed. That's all manifest means. 
We're being revealed, exposed. Why? Because God wants to show the world and other believers that you can live holy. You can live a righteous life. You can live without sin. If there were no examples of that, then it would make sense to write it in here, this book, this Bible, if it wasn't possible. Hello. Stop believing the lie. Here, look. In this, the children of God, the children of God, hello, I'm a son, you a daughter or son or whatever you are, are manifest. God want to use you. He wants people to see what a daughter and a son look like. Huh? And the children of the devil, whosoever doeth not righteousness is not of God. Ooh. Neither he that loveth not his brother. Oh, my God. Mm. I'm going to leave you with that. We want to seal this message today with the prayer. Father, we thank you. We thank you for your word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Rashiah, even as our beloved Elder Pearson said, our, your word was found and we did eat. Oh, my goodness. Fill us, oh God, with your word. You said, they that hunger and thirst for righteousness shall be filled. Thank you, Lord, for filling us today with your word, with the truth. Hallelujah. And I pray, oh God, for the body, the church. I'm praying for those who are without knowledge. I'm praying for those who are without wisdom. I'm praying for those who know not what to do or what to say. We bind the spirit of fear. For we know that you have not, you have not given us that spirit, but you've given us your precious spirit, your Holy Spirit. Now, hallelujah. That we might walk in the power and the demonstration and the authority that you've placed in us. That we might expose the lies. That we might expose the devil and reveal the goodness through the light of your glory. You told us to let our light so shine before men that they might see our good works. We know that there are some who love darkness rather than the light because their own works are evil. We know that. As it was in the days of our Lord Jesus Christ, so it is now. Even worse. But we ask, O oh God, that you would touch and strengthen each and every member of the body of Christ. That we might walk upright, boldly, being steadfast and being strong in you and in the power of your mind. That we might, hallelujah, as your word tells us, prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. We thank you, Lord. We praise you. Be glorified. I pray that you're pleased today, Father, with the words that you've given us to share with these, your people. And I pray, O oh God, for the hearer. Not only that they might have ears to hear, but ears and a heart to obey. Thank you, Father. We praise you. We honor you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to God. It be the Lord's will. We'll see you soon.